1: Hey, gang, welcome to the year end edition of Financial Choices Matter podcast. We appreciate your time. We appreciate you all year long. For those of you who have subscribed to the show and have checked out our podcast, Charles and I talk about investing, finance, and retirement. And we certainly, certainly appreciate it. Hopefully, you picked up a useful nugget or two of information, uh, enjoyed yourself along the way, maybe had a chuckle here and there as Charles and I try to have a good time with taking these concepts and putting them into a way that hopefully makes sense for a good amount of people. And we are going to wind down the podcast this year with our final episode on understanding the types of risk, because Lord knows 2020 has had lots of risk in it. But what's going on, my friend? How are you?
0: Ah, hey, glad to be here. Uh, Glad we made it through this year. As somebody said, why did I buy a 2020 planner? (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 It's been one for the books.
1: (laughs) That is for sure. I saw a cute little meme the other day. Somebody said, um, you know, coming soon, 2021. And they were like, I am not buying a ticket to 2021 until I see a trailer and a preview
0: This, this that's for sure <laughs>
1: because we should have requested one for 2020 i thought yeah. that was pretty cute It was pretty funny that's funny well types of risk we're going to get into some of these uh, more financially retirement based than just uh, some of the other things we've experienced in 2020 but we'll we'll finish up uh, this year with a focus on some of these because there's a few more than you realize or that many of us realize i think when we say risk charles financial risk uh-huh. we typically just think of the market i think that's what yeah. most people go to yeah
0: Absolutely, and that's always. I don't want to take much risk, so that leads to a long conversation about. Let's talk about what it all means. Yeah. So I know you've got some i some there. I if you want to run through them, I'm or you want me to do it, Mark. However, however you feel you like, my friend.
1: Yeah, but market okay. well, risk well, is obviously important, right? So yeah. that's definitely Stuff a key factor. Yeah, yeah, it's a key yeah. factor in how and how much you want to have yourself exposed to it. So definitely worth a conversation with your advisor, and it's one that you need to adjust. From time to time, yay or yes. nay, Charles, because your your feelings about it's going to change, your portfolio is going to change, your yep. uh, your ability to weather it's going to change, right?
0: Absolutely. All those things come into play. I mean, interest rates are low. It's great if you want to borrow money. It's terrible if you're trying to invest and earn interest on it. That's yeah. a risk.
1: That Interest rate risk, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, with interest rates being down, if you buy bonds, when interest rates go up, the bond values go down. It's a teeter-totter effect. Yeah. That's, what a, that's another risk. I did an article- God, two or three years ago for Kiplinger.com. Uh-huh. And I, I talked about 13 different kinds of investment risk. So wow. we're, gonna, we're not going to hit all 13. We got five
1: me. today. Yeah.
0: Well, wow, that's, that's fine. You know, I mean, so, the, you know, the, the market risk, the, the interest rate risk, there's inflation risk. It's called loss of purchasing power. Stuff goes up. Every, what costs less? I don't know. I can't think of anything. Yeah. You know, to- it all goes up. How fast does it go up is the key and what certain things do. And so you need to try to keep up with that inflation Um, Yeah.
1: And to me, that's one that sneaks in and gets a lot of us off. Oh, yeah.
0: Because
1: we just don't think, I mean, it's like I've always said inflation is like calories. We know they're there. We we know it's there, but we tend to forget about it. If you're in the mood for a cheeseburger, you don't care if it's got 1,200 calories. You just You're in the mood for it.
0: As long as I didn't have the same thing for breakfast, then I'm going to have it for lunch, then that's fine.
1: Right. And same thing with inflation. We know it's there, but we just kind of, eh, whatever, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it's, you know, did you pay more for your last car than you did for your first house? <laughs> Which oh, is seriously. very true.
1: Yeah. No. Oh
0: Yeah. What did the post, what's a postage stamp now today? I don't even know what it is anymore. 50, 54. I
1: don't 50, know. We, we buy the, yeah. I forget what they're called forever stamps. I think is yeah. what we always get just so that it covers it no but matter what they do with it.
0: The, you know, uh, a, a stamp does the same thing it did 40 years ago when it was 10 cents.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's or infl- or no. four cents. I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. I know it, that's inflation. I always
1: I always say the Snicker bar effect. Uh, I always like that one. And that's just a personal one for me, Charles, because it's like Snicker bar was my is my favorite candy bar. When I when okay. I have them, I don't have them that often anymore. But you go in and buy one every you know every couple of years or something like that, or every year or a couple of times or whatever. I'll go in and buy one and I go, man, you know. I remember when I was in high school, these things were forty cents or thirty five cents or a quarter, you know. And now it's like a buck and a quarter, you know. So easy little ways to see that stuff.
0: That's right. Or the box of cereal gets smaller. Price stays the same. Yeah, yeah. You, you
1: open the bag and it's like half full. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's all inflation. Yeah. That's all inflation. You know, we've talked a lot about tax. Tax okay. rate risk. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, I mean, I, I don't want to beat that with the desk because, you know, taxes are low right now. They're going to go up. They just are. And you know, it's is it political? Of course it is, but at the same time, that's the way it all works in this country. So there, well, there are risks. Yeah,
1: and so, and that's one that's probably pretty heavy on the radar because it's a good yeah. chance of it heading up. And look, whether you want, you can take the political out of it by simply saying, if you're lucky enough to have a long retirement, which we hope everyone is, you're going to have multiple administrations through your retirement years. Yeah, and taxes are constantly going to be a source of uh, political poker chip, and it's always going to be an up and a down and so on and so forth. Because the government doesn't make any products. To no. make money, all they do is tax no. things.
0: That's right, and and if you're in into retirement, and you know, it takes you to the next risk that's out there, and that's a longevity risk. People are living longer. They're gonna, you know, the the big fear is I'm gonna, am I gonna run out of money? Yeah, uh, you know, and that's just the, the risk of being healthier, living longer, medical advancements, nutritional advancements. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And have you saved up enough when you factor the other three or four things in there that we've already talked about? And there's other stuff, too.
1: Well, Charles, I'm sorry not to cut you off real quick, but let me ask you about because the longevity one, I think people go, they hear that and they go, well, yeah, we know we're going to live longer, so we want to not outlive our money, right? That's kind of the basic one. But it's also a multiplier of everything else.
0: Oh, yeah. If you haven't done a great job on other things and taken in the other risks into consideration, right. then all it does is compound yeah, exactly. the effect of having not done it because you live way too long yeah. and you might have been able to get away with it for a while and then all of a sudden <laughs> exactly. you yeah. you're, too, you're, you're too darn
1: old. Right. So, like, inflation uh, risk, right, is a simple one to do. If you live, I think, what is it, 22 years, let's say you need $5,000 a month to retire on and 22 years later it's doubled to 10000 yeah, you get uh,
0: half. You get half. You of get half, what right. you
1: And then I think it's yeah. I think it's not a twenty another twenty-two. I think it's. Uh, I think the math changes, and it's something like fifteen or fourteen. But then it would go to triple. So that five thousand is almost fifteen thousand. Let's say yeah. from sixty-five to by the time you hit ninety, you know, yeah. And no, there's a I, good yeah. chance of you hitting ninety.
0: That's right. Absolutely. You know, the way you invest, and there's a sequence of return risk. There's a sequence of consumption risk. We're not going to go into all of that, other than to just you know if you're buying bonds from a not so much from the government yeah. if you're buying bonds you're buying CDs from a bank there's credit risk are they going to be able to pay your principal back so there's there are about 13 different ones out there but these first four or five that we talked about are the big ones and you need to be prepared you need to understand them there's some things you absolutely cannot control with respect to them but you need to understand that they're there and you need to have a plan that puts together and 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 you at least have a conversation about okay this is ultimately you know, some of this is inevitable. So how do we adjust for it now? Can we take steps today to yeah. mitigate some of these risks? You, you, sometimes you can eliminate some of the risk, but most of the time you're just trying to dampen its impact going forward. But it, it, you can't just make it up and assume that it'll never, none of these risks are ever going to impact you because they will.
1: That's a great way of putting that. You, you know, some of these, like, we can't do anything about the fact that we're going to owe taxes. You know, yes, you can try to lower, you know, pay as much as, as low as, you know, possible, uh, but yeah. we can't control, you know, how, what's going to happen other than with just our votes or whatever the case is. And so dampening those impacts, which again is to the point of saying, okay, well, how can I uh, pay my fair share, but keep it on this, you know, the lowest possible side? Uh, and keep me out you know on the on the right side of the bars <laughs> as possible. Yeah. Well, uh, that's right. is a huge point. So yeah, I mean dampening the impact of some of these is really kind of the goal of any risk, whether it's you know I mean yeah. hey if you if you're you know if you want a bucket list and you want to jump out of an airplane, uh, that's a kind of that's a type of risk. So maybe you're going to yeah. dampen that by taking some lessons and learning out trying some of those like wind machines where they float you around a little bit see if yeah. you can even handle it. you know yeah. you might try to lessen that impact.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's a that's a great way to put it, because it, it, the vast majority of this is inevitable. It's how do how prepared are you for it? Mm-hmm. And that's what good planning does.
1: Exactly. And if you'd like to have a conversation about how to get a plan, then reach out to Charles if you've not done so already at 480-513-1830. Before you take any action on anything you hear on our podcast or any other financial show that you might listen to, whether it's the big name shows on television or whatever the case is, you should always check with a financial professional like Charles, who's a fiduciary advisor, as to how it relates to your specific situation because everybody is so different. Yeah, a lot of these generalities are going to affect us. Inflation risk is going to affect us all, longevity. is going to affect us all, so on and so forth. But how it affects you specifically uh, really is the determining factor. So have a conversation with Charles here in the Scottsdale area. 480-513-1830 is the number to call. 480-513-1830. Or check him out online at pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com. And if you'd like to submit a question to the podcast, you can do so. And we will take an email question here this week on the show as we wrap up. Uh, It's from Ellen in Phoenix. And she says, Charles, we have the opportunity to refi our house at a lower interest rate. The problem is, is that it would be a 15 year mortgage and we only have five years left
0: on the current one.
1: We're 60 years old. and The idea of still having a house payment at 75 feels like a bad idea. What do you think?
0: I think you're thinking about it in a, in a reasonable way as opposed to just jumping in and doing that. I guess the question ends up being what's your plan for the house? Do you want to live in it for the rest of your life? Do you want to move in five years and live somewhere else? I mean, what, what do you want to do with it? It's a big asset for most people. Uh, and, and you've got two parts of a house. You've got the value of the house and uh-huh. you've got the, the mortgage balance that you owe. And, you know, that's the value of the house is whatever somebody's willing to pay for it and you're willing to sell it for. But the mortgage, every time you make a mortgage payment, the, the principal balance goes down. But what do you want to do with all that equity if you've got equity in it? What do? You, what's your purpose? What's mm. you know? You can't. We've always said you can't rip a shingle or a shutter off of your your window and uh, take it to to Safeway and buy groceries. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't that be great no, though?
0: They don't do that. So you know, there's there's potentially huge value in the house, in the equity of the house. But the other thing about equity is equity has a zero rate of return. It doesn't do anything. The value of the house itself goes up or goes down. And the mortgage balance that you have goes down when you pay it. But the equity itself is inert. It does absolutely nothing. But what do you want to do with all that equity? You want to save it for the kids? You want to live there? You just want to have no mortgage payment? Sometimes that doesn't make sense. And so we're, you know, uh, it just... I would say one of the things you ought to at least go do some investigating about because we always always bring it up to folks, and that is using a a home equity conversion mortgage. Depending on what you want to do with the house, that's the 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 popular name is the reverse mortgage, and it comes with a lot of negative connotations and and some candidly justifiable negative history, but it lets you use the equity that you have in your house, however you would like to, and yeah. not having to sell it. And I think. You know it's something to at least become knowledgeable about, and i my suggestion in that context is wait two years because you can't do it till you're sixty two and find out if that's if that makes sense to you
1: yeah, you know I, I've hear I don't know a lot about that, Charles, maybe we'll do an episode one day on one to kind of to just to share some more information with folks, but I know that I've had several conversations with advisors that say you know it's definitely not right for everybody no, um, but yeah, ideally yeah ideally for folks who you know, let's basically have no plan. There's no one that wants the house basically is kind of, is one criteria to certainly think about, you know, so I could use my own situation. So my daughter being in the Navy, probably is not going to, you know, when we get to 62 is probably going to want to come back here and live. She's going to either, if she's planning on doing a career out of the Navy, she'll be traveling all the time. Who knows where she'll want to set up shop for her own life. And so we have no other children. We'll have no heirs. My parents are gone. You know, my wife's parents will be gone. So there'd be really no one for our, we've got six acres and so on and so forth. So it may make more (laughs) sense for us just to sell it, you know, or just to, uh, you know, my, my wife to sell it. Like, let's say if I've passed or we might want to look at a reverse mortgage to possibly fund our retirement. And then when we both pass, then they get it and they do whatever they, they do with it. Right?
0: Well, that's not exactly correct, but that's close enough.
1: Close. I'm just ballparking it. If,
0: if, there's, well, if, there's, if there's still equity in the house, then, then your, uh, your daughter gets the equity.
1: Right. If there's something, if they make anything off of it, correct? Over and, yeah. over, over and above what they, you owe them back. Is that how that works?
0: Correct. Basically, that's correct. There's okay. some nuances to that, but that's right, fundamentally right. what it is. Okay. Well, and so it's, you know, a long answer to a relatively short question, but there's a lot of that. You really need to just sit down and decide, Ellen, what do, you, what do you really want to do with it? Where do you want to be? How do you want to use the value that you've created in it? And I do, I do think that the idea of just taking out a brand new 15-year mortgage just because... <laughs> that doesn't, you know, that might not be the best course of action yeah. or it might be. So you need to wear, weigh the choices and get a good unbiased information yeah. to see, you know, we don't do reverse mortgages. We just talk to a lot of people about them because we think they can be a wonderful tool in the right circumstance.
1: Like anything, right? You got to find the yeah. right tool for the job. Uh, exactly. You know, let the math decide some things for you. Great question. Thank you so much for submitting it. I would certainly say give Charles a call. Share some more of the details, the intimate details about it so he can kind of get a better understanding in that way. He could help kind of give you some more advice on that. And uh, as I mentioned, you know, I, I don't know much about uh, the reverse mortgages, but we'll do it. We'll do a, po- a podcast in 2021 on them. And, and that way we can kind of dive into it a little bit further and sure. I can get smart on it. And so can some more of our listeners and so on and so forth. Oh, that so, means I
0: have to too. Dang it. Uh, okay. We'll put you to work a little Whatever. bit.
1: There you go. That's fine. Well, That's thank fine. you so much for the question. Again, we certainly appreciate it. And again, if you'd like to submit your own, go to pelotoncapital.com. That's pelotoncapital.com with two L's, P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N Capital dot com. Let's uh, Let's finish up the show this year, Charles, with just a fun little getting to know you as we wind down and say goodbye to 2020. Um, I know you've got the grandbaby, and, and uh, you guys have been enjoying him, and he's super cute. Uh, your wife has sent me pictures, and he's just adorable. <laughs> so, obviously, you she, have, she's, a she's a fan. She's a fan. Yeah, she's definitely a fan. So, obviously, you have children because you have grandchildren. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. what are their names? I don't think I've ever asked you that. And why oh. did you name them that?
0: Oh, that's, yeah, that's actually, that's kind of fun. Our oldest daughter's Tori, T-O-R-R-E-Y. Okay. Our youngest daughter is Kendall, K-E-N-D-A-L. Okay. We were trying to come up with names, and we used to sit at the end of movies and read all the names of all the people <laughs> in the production. Honestly. We wow. Did. We did this for a long time. Admit, Both that's names. a lot of names, yeah. Wow. Yo, there's a bajillion names there all at once. And, you know, we'd write a couple up, down every time. Mm-hmm. And um, both came from movies. Oh, interesting. Both, both names. In fact, Kendall was the uh, Rosalind Russell character in, I think it was Hired Wife. And it was just, you know, but, and and, and Tories came from the credits at the end of a movie. Huh. It wasn't spelled that way. And it right. wasn't short for Victoria or anything else. It, just, so, it sparked yeah, some interest, it
1: just, though. It gave you some, yeah, uh,
0: just, oh, yeah,
1: yeah. It gave you it some was, ideas.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, there's a, If you ever want to, if you, you know, you go to the baby books and look them all up, but man, just watch the credits at the end of movies. Uh, you can't do it stuff on TV because they go too darn fast.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you definitely uh, but have in the to the, either, in, Yeah. That, in
0: the theater, it just went they theater or DVD like
1: if you own it, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's how kinda, we did it. That's hilarious because <laughs> that's actually why I have my name. So, uh, slightly s- similar, but a little bit different, but the same kind of genre, idea, feel. My mom was a huge fan of um, two TV shows in the early '70s, uh, and she named me uh, my my first name and my middle name based on characters from Ah, TV shows. Yeah, so she watched some I don't know, like As the World Turns or something like that, some soap opera, and there was some guy on there that she thought was, you know, McDreamy kind of thing, and his his name was Christopher, so that's where I got my first name, Uh, and then my middle name came from Marcus Welby, M.D. Okay. The TV show, so yeah.
0: Robert
1: Young. Yep. So you just never know where inspiration will strike. By the way, what's the what's the little guy's name?
0: Owen. Owen. O W Owen. Yeah, I don't know. They picked it. They had it all along. Nice. That's great.
1: That's awesome. Fantastic. Well, there you go. Yeah. And that's going to do it for us this week on or this weekend, and this year, actually, on Financial yeah. Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Thank you so much for your time, folks. We hope you have a happy and safe holiday season. Charles, I hope you do the same. And, and you and the lovely wife there, take care of yourself. Have a good holiday. And we will talk to you in uh, January of 2021.
0: That doesn't seem possible. This has been fun, Mark, this year. So thank you.
1: Absolutely. Yes, sir. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, folks, on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, so on and so forth. And we will talk to you next time here on the program. This has been Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott from Peloton Capital Management.